Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want. Hi, I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in and find out how you can start doing what you love to do too, in slow, easy steps each week. See you there. Hey, savvy souls. So you are savvy. That means you're smart, right? So you wouldn't board a bus and head off on a cross-continent tour that's going to take a year if your bus was driven by that crabby colleague who works down the hall or some random person you met on the street or even your good friend who just failed her driving uh, test. You'd be spending way too much time with them or there'd be no reason to believe they're competent and can take you where you're going. So my question for you to ponder today is why are you letting people like that drive your bus? So here's, here's kind of my gripe. We hold ourselves back by listening to what all the people say, what their judgments are about what we're doing in life and what we can do and what we're capable of doing and what we should do and how we spend our money and who we date or who we're married to, how we should bring up our children, right? We let these other people with their judgments cause us to kind of doubt ourselves and wonder and think, wow, I wonder if they're right. I wonder if I shouldn't do what I want to do. And they constrain our lives. I was thinking about this as I thought back over my own life, because I've made a number of big transitions in my life. I'm going to tell you about a few of them, because what I noticed is other people around me always objected to those transitions. So when I was in grade 12 in high school, my friends and I, a year ago, had been going to go on a class trip to Germany. And it was sponsored by the government. And in the last minute, the government pulled our funding. So we couldn't go to Europe in grade 11. And so my friends and I got together. I'd been working since I was 15. They'd been working too. And we decided that when grade 12 was over, we were going to go alone. Now, this was in 1977. I lived in Saskatoon. Nobody I knew had been to Europe. There was, my parents finally located one person that had come from Switzerland. We were able to meet, but people didn't really travel then, and especially not internationally. And so everybody was really against us going. All of our parents were against it. Pretty much the whole world was against this idea. But we decided to do it anyway. We got Europe on $10 a day. We wrote letters to little old ladies who ran uh, bed and breakfast places we could stay at. We organized the trip. So we were 18 years old over in Europe. We went to nine countries in nine weeks. We had the time of our lives. It was a transformational 
life-changing experience that made me realize that I was always driving the bus. This happened to me repeatedly. Again, I took a job with the Department of Finance as an economist after I got my economics degree. And I was on a roll. I got promoted quickly. I got a job where I was working for the Director General, sitting in the room with the minister on budget meetings. It was amazing. And I decided I wanted to go back to law school. And people around me were not supportive. They were not happy about my transition away from this good government pension job. They objected, but I didn't let them drive my bus. I went to law school. And then I became a lawyer. And I was at a law firm. And I got an offer to join an accounting firm as partner. And this, at that time, was something that wasn't done. Good lawyers worked at law firms, and they didn't leave them. And people around me objected. All kinds of colleagues tried to persuade me that I was making a huge career mistake. But I loved the idea of working for the accounting firm because I could specialize. I could have a network in international tax, in that international tax field of people around the world that could help me out. I can tell you that being a partner in an accounting firm taught me so much more than I would have learned if I'd stayed in my whole career in the law firm arena. So again, people had objected to my choices and I didn't listen. Happened again, partner for 15 years at an accounting firm. I have visions of painting. I decide I'm gonna ditch this wonderful job I have because I have a yearning to paint. People thought I was crazy. People had so many judgments about it. They thought this was a terrible idea, right? So what do I do now? I live in the countryside. I coach people online. I have live events and I sell my paintings. I'm having, I'm 61. I'm having the best time I've ever had. I'm so energized. I love what I'm doing. So I really thought about that. Why did everybody always subject when I made these transitions? Was it because they secretly knew what was best for me? No. Everybody comes from their own thoughts and ways of, of believing what exists in the world. And that's what's put them where they are. So the people around me in Saskatoon, they came from a way of thinking about the world that you don't travel. Remember, this is back in the 70s. The people in Saskatoon do travel now, but back in the 70s, they didn't. And so because that's how they led their lives, they thought it's something I shouldn't do. And people who work for the government thought security was important. They thought working in public service was important. And so they thought I shouldn't do something differently. And I could go through each life experience. But what I'm getting at is people give us advice because of the way they're leading their lives and the experiences that they're having. But none of those people ever know 
what's best for us. We always are the people who are best positioned to drive our own bus. Because if we drive our own bus, we get to take it in the direction that we want to go. And if we see a wonderful side route that we could take where there's beautiful scenery, we get to go there. We get to make all the choices. We get to really live in the fullness of our lives by making our own choices. So this is something that I've seen in my clients too, of course, other people's judgments leading what they're willing to do or the speed that they're willing to do it at. So I have this one client. She is so brilliant. She's a businesswoman. She's one of the smartest people I've ever met, one of the most creative, one of the biggest thinkers. Like she can, if you were in, at wanted somebody in a brainstorming meeting with you, it would be her because she has just ideas tumbling out of her mouth. She has a very conservative family and they have a lot of judgments about amazing things that she does. And sometimes she gets caught up in worrying about what, what will they think of this? And, you know, they're telling me that they don't think this is a good idea. And what I always say to her is, yeah, well, would you like to be leading their life? Like, would you like, do you think they're making just such amazing decisions about their own life that that should be the guide to your life? And each case, in every case, she'll stop and say, oh, wait a minute. No, I actually wouldn't want to lead their life. I want to lead my own life. And yeah, they're afraid or they don't see that this is possible for me, but I know it's possible and I get to choose that. Every time she chooses in favor of herself, she accomplishes incredible things. Or take another client I had a couple years ago. She was originally a brilliant businesswoman, but she was also a really, really highly skilled artist. And she had left her business and wanted to paint again. And when she started doing her paintings was around the time I came into the picture to just help her become the kind of artist and the kind of entrepreneur she wanted to become. And when she first would present her paintings to people that she knew and loved, she would be crushed by their comments because they'd say things like, huh, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of interesting. But, you know, like maybe if you added a little bit more orange there, that would be better. And she'd come back and she'd say, oh, I, I loved where this was going, but, you know, I just ripped it up because I felt so deflated. And I was like, but wait a minute, do, are these people artists? Like, are they people that are out there doing beautiful things that you admire? Or are they just somebody looking at your painting and just making a random judgment? And if you love it, why are you letting what this unskilled, unknowledgeable person is deciding you should do? Why are you letting them decide? Or even in the case of somebody who is a brilliant artist, it still doesn't mean that her opinion about your painting is advice you need to take. When you listen to her, just go back into your heart and say, 
do I believe or do I believe that this needs to be changed? And let your intuition guide you. And eventually she learned how to do that and her work just exploded because instead of being constrained by what she thought she should paint like, she let her complete creativity be unleashed and her artwork, artwork just became so incredible and mesmerizing and individually her, which is how all beautiful art is created. So here's what I want you to notice. When we let someone else drive our bus, here are the things we're not doing. We're not accessing our intuition and embodied wisdom, right? We're not going into our bodies and saying, does this feel right? We're not taking that intuitive spark and saying, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to run with this. This feels good. We're constraining ourselves to things that we've done before, or the people around us have done before. People tend to think something they haven't tried before doesn't work. So if you let other people's judgments rule you, you will always do things that have been done before, not new things. We're not developing the rich skill set of trying things, sometimes failing, sometimes succeeding, and learning from every step we take. That's what builds our life skills and our resourcefulness and our resilience, our problem-solving skills, all of that. We don't get any of that by just taking orders and doing what other people think we should do. We're not accessing our creativity. We're not sitting still and letting that creative insight bubble up and flow out of us. Instead, we're judging and letting those judgments constrain what we're doing, just like my artist client was originally doing with her artwork. And finally, we're not listening to our spiritual wisdom. I believe we always have this wisdom inside us, this knowing of things that we could do, even when we're young, even when I was in high school and had that knowing that my friends and I could go to Europe, even though nobody else we knew ever had. It was just this clear knowing and we went ahead and did it. I think that was a form of spiritual wisdom. Whatever you want to call that voice inside yourself, inside your head that gives you good guidance, that's what you want to listen to. Other people have extremely different experiences in their lives. We are the source of our own genius. I want you always to respect your own genius. So this week, I want you to try this one exercise. I want you to think of one person who has a really negative view or just a negative view about something you want to do. And you've been letting that negative judgment constrain you. And I want you to sit down, breathe, get grounded, 
and ask yourself these questions. Is it true that her negative judgment about what I want is correct? And if you're still filled with doubt, then ask yourself, is it absolutely true? And then ask, okay, so what are all the reasons I should do it? And finally, is it true? How is it true that I'm capable of doing it? So try that out and see if those questions will help you break through other people's judgments that you're allowing to drive your bus. Hey, if you enjoyed what I said today, hit subscribe so you won't miss another episode. And if you really enjoyed it, hop on over and do an iTunes review to help other people hear it. If you do your review during the first four weeks, you'll be eligible for something really fun and useful. It's a free one-on-one -on -one dream analysis session with me where I'll help you access your inner wisdom. And if you don't dream, no problem. I have something else up my sleeve to help you gain fascinating insight in just one hour. So do a review, take a photo of it, and post it on social media or send me a DM. I've set all the details for this contest out in the show notes below. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want. <laughs>